0: What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 88. And first and foremost, I just want to ask you, and I really want you to ask yourself, actually, are you actually putting in work and putting in the time and sacrificing what you need to sacrifice and dedicating what you need to dedicate in order to get the results that you say you want to get in order to achieve what it is you say you want to achieve in order to create the body and create the level of health and create the fitness lifestyle that you say you want to create or are you just playing? Are you just playing fitness? Are you playing health? Are you playing strength? Are you playing all these things? Are you playing weight loss? Are you pretending? Because that's what playing is. Playing is just pretending. What do I mean by playing fitness? What do I mean by playing health? And playing fitness and playing weightlifting and playing weight loss? What I mean is the person who analyzes everything and plans everything and thinks about everything and talks and talks and talks about everything is the person who's playing fitness. The person who analyzes every supplement under the sun or who analyzes workout clothes for hours and hours and hours, not just the workout clothes that they own, but the workout clothes that they want or the workout clothes that their favorite YouTuber Wears, or their favorite athlete wears, and talks about, and sponsors, uh, or the person who analyzes workouts, the person who just sits there and analyzes what either a celebrity does to work out, or what the hot new workout is in this magazine, or on this blog, or this YouTube channel, or on this podcast, or this thing, or the person who analyzes meals, what new meals, or what new superfoods, or what new food item does this person say we should eat, or this group of people, this, um, this community think we should eat or think we should avoid or think we should mix in and, and, and sprinkle in as an additive or something like everything can be overanalyzed. Everything can be put into this space where you can think about it and wonder about it and be curious about it until the cows come home and never actually do anything. Those are people who play fitness. All right those are people who pretend to actually be fitness oriented and health oriented and have goals that they actually want to achieve realistically and and actually want to to be able to be successful in okay so are you one of those people that does all those things that analyzes all those things over and over and over and over, and over again but not actually doing any of the work is that you Like, do you practice what you preach, right? So you might be one of those people. You might be someone who talks a lot about all those things and you obsess over all those things and you do a very good job of hyping up other people to be interested in and curious about and even in some cases obsess over those things as well. But do you actually perform what what it is you need to do in order to get the result that you keep saying you want to get? This is the thing that I see with a lot of people, and this is both men and women, it's both of them, and it's people who identify a goal that they want to have, usually based around a, a celebrity, or not even a celebrity, but just some, someone who has a particular physique or something that, they, that, that this person might find desirable, that they want, that they think would be cool to have, for whatever reason, whether it's aesthetically or health wise, or whatever. And then they talk a lot about that. And they project their their interest and their curiosity and their affection, I guess is the right word for that as a goal, but they never actually go after it. Because there's a huge difference between people who are just interested in fitness and interested in health and interested in setting goals and making progress and building strength and, Doing all these things and interested in the CrossFit Games and interested in being a bodybuilder and all that. There's a big difference between those people and the people who actually practice it. The people who actually practice it are usually more silent. They usually talk less about it uh, because this is a situation where the more you practice fitness, the more that you 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 spend time and energy and intention trying to get a result, the more you realize just how complex of a subject matter it is and just how complex of a field it is and just how complex of a topic it is in general fitness. So like if you go and lift weights for a year, you might gain some experience on lifting weights, but I promise you the further along you get, the more you'll realize just how little you know about it. And the people who talk the most The people who are the loudest are one of two people, okay? One of two people. One of them is the person I just described who doesn't actually have any results and hasn't been successful in fitness at all, but they've dabbled enough that they know some buzzwords and stuff, so they talk about it a lot, but really they don't know much of anything. That is one type of person who talks a lot about fitness and health and all this stuff. The other type of person who talks a lot about it is usually does it in a different way, and that is someone who is the complete opposite but has been doing it for a long time. So, someone who's been successful for years and years and years and years, and usually has also helped other people become successful in some capacity in training or education or something. And there's not really much of a middle ground. So, when I say the people who are who are actually practicing this stuff typically are more silent. What I'm saying is unless they're an established professional who's been doing it for a long time, and unless they're that person and they're practicing fitness every day or or frequently, they're not going to be talking a lot because as they progress along, they're going to realize just how little they know. So the only other people that tend to talk outwardly a lot about, about stuff like this. Like, and I mean, when I say talk about, I mean, post a lot of stuff, tell people they're wrong, um, overanalyze things and, and pick apart people's diets and stuff like that. The only other people that do that are people who don't know any better. just a lack of education and it usually comes from a place of, of ego. So the thing is, those people don't usually last very long because you can only think and play in this fitness space for so long before you get so burned out. And the reason people get burned out is because they're not actually making any progress. So if you're one of those people who is just playing fitness and you're just pretending and you're just kind of dabbling on the line and you're doing some stuff here and there, you're kind of going to the gym every once in a while, but you're spending way more time just looking through apps on your phone and like, and, and, and you know, reading blogs and watching YouTube videos, by the way, watching YouTube videos for hours and hours and hours of people who are successful in fitness is not you performing anything in fitness. All right. You can kind of try to spin it off as learning or something, but if you're watching a, a fitness vlog on YouTube, that does not mean you're developing yourself in any way in fitness. All right. I, I have found that some people think that that is a way to better themselves in the space of health and fitness. And for every little micro nugget of education that you might extract from a YouTube video, you're wasting two or three or four or five hours just consuming content, video content, which is no different from just sitting at home and watching TV. So my... (laughs) This is going to be impossible for most people who are already doing this, but I would recommend (laughs) to everyone to just stop watching all fitness vlogs on YouTube or fitness shows on YouTube altogether. Um, it takes too much time. You have to be attentive with two of your senses, both visual and audio. So it's not like you can listen to it while you're driving. Um, it's not like you, you just, you have to, you have to be in, in a space where you're you're fully vested in that. I mean, sure, you could listen to it and not watch the video, but there's going to be more of a likelihood of you glancing down at the screen and in, in, in getting drawn in because that's the point of YouTube videos. They are made to be streamed and consumed in a video format and, and audio format. So it's both. Um, so anyway, I would recommend not watching any of them at all. But My point is, if you're doing that, you're not actually making progress. I hope that's clear. It seems obvious, but it's not actually obvious to most people. Um, However, if you actually create a plan and you follow the plan and you trust the plan, even if it's wrong, by the way, even if it's not optimal, if you do that and then you tweak it as you go after three months or after eight weeks or after 12 weeks or after 14 weeks and you make micro adjustments until you figure it out, you know, and it could take you a year or something. But if you do that, you'll actually get results. You'll actually learn something. You'll actually make progress. And you'll be so thankful that you did that. And you'll see the benefits of doing that versus just planning and talking and thinking and analyzing over and over and over and over again. So what I want you to do right now, at some point, right, either during this episode or after this episode or at some point here very soon, uh, hopefully it is right this second, I want you to to think about the last week, the last two weeks, the last month, the last three months, the last six months, right? From whenever you listen to this, just think back over that span of time, okay? How much have you actually done? How much have you actually done to push yourself along? Be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Don't try to hype yourself up. Don't try to spin a story about you doing this and this and this, but it really is supposed to lead to you achieving something when you know deep down it's not true. Don't lie to yourself. How much have you actually done? Did you actually put in 45 minutes or an hour or an hour and 15 minutes or 90 minutes a day three or four times a week? Did you actually eat correctly? Did you actually focus on your nutrition? Or did you just think about it a lot and talk about it a lot? And despite being interested in it, did you actually not really follow it at all? <laughs> Be totally honest with yourself. Now, once you go through that, that little memory lane, that little nostalgia there, take a look forward. Right, Whatever day it is today, it doesn't matter. Look forward for the rest of this week. Look into next week. Look into the next month, three months, six months. Look forward the next 12 months from today. How much are you actually going to do versus just think about how much are you actually going to do over the next couple weeks versus just think about, right? What about the next three months? Maybe you're on a high right now and you're feeling really good because you've been to the gym enough and you've been focused on your stuff and you've been, you've been hitting it and you've been doing great, right? But, and so maybe you're in week two right now. That's awesome. What about six months from now? What's the likelihood that if you go on the trajectory you're going on and history repeats itself and all that how what's the likelihood that you're actually going to focus enough to stay on track for that long to stay on track for that extended amount of time because you do have a choice of course you have a choice but are you the type of person to default back to just thinking and default back to just playing fitness dabbling here and there quote unquote getting a workout in quote unquote just getting a run in just going to go and get a run go (laughs) I'm going to go squeeze in a run Like that's not really fitness. That's dabbling. And if you want actual results, you can't dabble. You can't be half in, half out. It doesn't work like that. The person that goes to the gym once or twice a week and messes around a little bit for 20 minutes or a half hour or 45 minutes, but isn't really focused and isn't really doing anything specific they get results that reflect someone who's not really focused and not doing anything specific. You get half assed results. If you half ass your intention and you half ass your effort, just like anything else in life, guys, you get half assed results. It's the way it is. And despite the intention, I know your intentions of going to the gym are to do something positive for your body. I get that. Right. But ask yourself this do you deserve the results that you want? If you go in every once in a while to the gym or you go to the track or your home gym or wherever it is that you work out and you do half ass, you put in half ass effort, do you deserve the result that you want? If you want to be shredded, if you want to be cut, you know what that takes, probably, at least a little bit. Do you deserve that based on the level of effort you've been putting in? If you don't have the result, it's probably because you don't deserve the result. All right, let's say you don't want to be shredded. Maybe you just want to lose 40 pounds of body fat. Maybe you're 230 pounds right now, six foot male, and you want to be 190. You want to lose 40 pounds of body fat. You're a a 38 or a 40 inch waist, but you really think you should be a 34. Great. So do you deserve to be 190 pounds or does your nutritional habits, do do your nutritional habits and your workout habits, do they really reflect that goal that you won? Probably not. If you're not where you want to be, it's probably because you don't deserve it. Now, that doesn't mean you don't deserve to be able to achieve that. That's not what I'm saying. But if your effort hasn't been there, you don't deserve the result. Okay. And I see a lot of people who get frustrated because they, they, they play fitness, they pretend to be into it, They're interested and intrigued by the concept, but not by the actual activity, okay? And then they get frustrated when they don't get the result after working out for an hour a week for a month. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. And by the way, if you work out more than that, but then you go eat a bunch of bullshit... That also is not going to give you the result that you want. You can't out train a bad diet. That's a whole separate conversation, but I have to drop it in here because it's right in line with this concept of playing fitness. Okay, you can go and work out all you want, but you cannot out train a bad diet. It's impossible. And I'm sure you've heard that before. I don't mind reiterating it because it's the absolute truth. So, again, guys, if your first instinct when you when you think about getting results is to open your Amazon app or to open an app on your phone or a web browser on your phone and start browsing for new shaker bottles and, and new gear and new shoes and new workout clothes. That is the wrong mentality. Okay, you know. Likewise, if your mentality tells you, like if your first reaction to thinking about the gym is to go into Lululemon or the Under Armour store or something like that and buy new clothes and spend a couple hundred dollars on new outfits, you're in the wrong mentality. That is the wrong mindset. That is the wrong space to be in. Now, in the same breath, I'm a huge fan of having quality workout apparel and quality workout gear. I built an entire company around this, right? My separate company, SoBam gear company. But I I would never want anyone to go even to my company and buy something from that just because they think fitness is interesting. Okay? Okay. That's not really, that's not the intention, right? Now, again, I want to finish my thought. I'm a huge fan of having high quality workout gear, high quality fitness gear. I think it's amazing. I think that new gear and new apparel can actually bring a level of inspiration and drive and motivation to someone that was previously not there, okay? I know what it feels like to get a new pair of workout shoes or something, you know they are really expensive. They're really nice. They look badass, whatever. And you put them on, you feel like a million bucks. You go to the gym and you lift better than you ever have, or you run faster than you ever have, or you feel like you do. I know what that feels like, and I I 100% believe in that. But, but it should be something that is secondary. It should not be the priority. If you aren't already training and practicing this whole lifestyle. If you're not already doing that in your crap clothes, your bum clothes with your old crappy shaker bottle, your old crappy gym bag and all that stuff, then replacing all of those things with new gear should not be your priority. Okay. Because you're not going to change your level of effort just because you bought new gear. You should be able to drive results and drive inspiration and, 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 and motivation. You should be able to drive all of that just with getting results. Okay. Just with getting results. Then once you have consistent habits of training and doing the right thing for your body, then you can kind of hack your motivation a little bit. You can hack your focus. You can hack your inspiration by replacing a pair of shoes or buying a new pair of high quality joggers or shorts or something like that. I don't know a new Fitbit, whatever. New gear can like, it can, you can hack your, your inspiration a little bit. I say hack because that's exactly what it is. You're playing mind games. Like once you, when, when you hit a lull after a while, if you've been hardcore dedicated for like three months or four months or six months and you hit a little lull mentally and you're just having trouble getting motivation, sometimes what it takes is to pick up a new tank top. Sometimes what it takes is to buy a new pair of headphones and that can actually pull you out of a rut. It can happen. It can actually draw you out and create a ton of inspiration and motivation and drive for you. I've seen it happen a million times. I've experienced it, okay? But that should never be the thing that you focus on before you actually build those habits and build the routine and the lifestyle, okay? So if you are playing fitness, now is the time to reevaluate, change it up and stop and actually focus on the goal and focus on moving forward towards the goal so you can actually be successful, All right. Stop playing fitness. Focus on that big picture goal and start mapping your actions to that today. All right. I hope this made sense. I hope this stuck with you. (laughs) Listen to it a second time if you need to, because I end up saying this in person a lot and it usually comes across offensive. Usually people take it the wrong way, but it's always from a place of love because this message has to be said, unfortunately, or fortunately, it has to be said and people have to hear the words. So again, I hope this made sense. If this did resonate with you, please share this with someone else. This is going to wrap up the episode here. And if you did get value out of this or any other episode, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. That would mean the world to me. And as always, guys, train with purpose. I love you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. See you.